On today's episode, we're getting a bit meta. We're talking about podcasts on this podcast while you stream this podcast on New Amsterdam Radio. And it starts right now. How's everyone doing? It's the boy Flavo Boys, and you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, NewAmsterdam.com. I am recording this the specific day, the Saturday after Thanksgiving here in Los Angeles, California. Small business Saturday, if you participate. Uh, we touched upon this a little bit in the last episode, but basically it's a day if you know someone who's in the local space, you go to small mom and pop shops and support them by buying gifts for your friends, families, and foes uh, using uh, the power of local communities, right? It's supposed to be not much of a middle finger to big corporations, but to say, hey, look, even though big corporations have all this merchandise that they can sell at a cheaper price, usually, uh, we do care about supporting our local communities. Um, as for me, I'm not doing much of that of myself. It's a 30th of the month. It's usually my day where I sit down in front of my laptop and my little uh, green uh, visor and crunch numbers for that month's bills and expenses and all that stuff and such the life of a small business owner himself. But for those of you who got out there and supported everyone out there, I thank you. And then really it's people like you that keep people like me employed. You know, I am having the time of my life. You know, it's it's definitely the holiday season is in full swing. I'm not sure how you feel about Christmas songs, but I am a fan of them. Usually what happens is I play them now and until December 15th. After that, I get kind of bored and the week or so where I should be ramped up and amped up about the holiday, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I would say you. I'm surprised of how so many people don't like Christmas music wholesale, full stop, even though I personally don't like that song, Winter Wonderland. You know, it's a Christmas song that doesn't mention Christmas. And that alone means it's kind of fake. <laughs> so today's episode, we're talking about podcasts, right? You listen to one right now. I do this one with the Anchor app. As you can tell by the uh, promotional drop I put in every episode. The idea is that, you know, I want to be able to share with you my ideas uh, and show you what I can do as a influencer, quote unquote, a thought leader, quote unquote. Uh, these are things I put in quotations because even though mechanically that's what I'm doing, I understand my reach is pretty much around the block. Basically, my immediate friends and my mom. Actually, I don't even promote the show as much as I should. I really like doing the show just to have a word of mouth kind of thing and have people who like the show share with their friends. You know, you don't see me throw hundreds of dollars on it. But I thought to myself, I said, why am I doing a podcast, right? I've done it before. I've, I've been doing podcasts from before there was the podcast revival, um, which is by that I mean the after the serial, that show serial really changed the game for podcasts because they podcasts were a thing that were before it was a bit of a, a tough thing to learn a lot of people got on in the in the virgin space back in the day you know and, and just talked about things that meant something to them there were lots of news and, and update shows and entertainment news type programs and there was a bit of a lull after that it was a bit more difficult to to understand and tune in. Uh, basically, if you didn't know much about RSS feed work and how that was, there weren't many apps to help you out with that. But Serial was really the one show that opened it up to the masses. It was like, here is an original concept and idea. And if you want to be on it, you have to understand this brand new medium in which to get the story on. And that kind of uh, pushed 
a lot of people, I won't say everyone, I say a lot of people into consuming podcasts and, and making their own, myself included. Uh, a little bit about my background, years ago, we're talking 1999, 2000, uh, there was like the, the radio Lycos, you know, dot com or the fan cast or live 365 where I would get my little uh, computer microphone. Back then it looked like a, the small Bob Barker microphone from The Price is Right. And it was on a stick that was attached to my compact presario. And I spent afternoons in my basement interviewing my brother and playing songs and talking about wrestling news and, and updates. Uh, it was a different time. And throughout the years, I've, I've tried other kinds of forms of it. My last podcast, 26 Stone, is very, very similar to this show, New Amsterdam Radio. But instead of talking about what's happening in the space, like news and, and contextualizing that for creatives, it was really more about me. It, you know? it was all about me, dang it. It was like, hey, here's what I learned from my experience as a comedian. Here's what I learned from my experience as a DJ. And uh, specifically doing that. I do a little bit here too, but specifically it was about like me sharing my ideas, which in hindsight, if I could be honest with you, is kind of arrogant for me to be like, well, let me show you how I've done it when I'm actually struggling to do it myself. I'm getting up way off topic, but the idea is that podcasts are basically here to stay. Doesn't matter if you have a clothing line or if the person on the show is a, is a comedian like Joe Rogan or something like that. Everyone's saying, hey, look, the idea is to get yourself a podcast. Why is that, though? I mean, we have, we're in the age of video. People are on Twitch, don't get me wrong, but no one ever says, man, you have to get a Twitch channel. I do feel like podcasts are a little bit of that push. And I'm not really sure why, but if I had to speculate, it's very, very simple content as far as it's just individuals talking to each other or, or amongst themselves or that sort of thing. And two, it's very passive. You don't really have to sit and watch something, a show or a Twitch stream, or you don't have to go anywhere like if you rented out a weekly uh, monologue on a stage somewhere. <laughs> I was going to say like a mystery hour thing, but I'm not sure if you know what mystery hour is. It, it's basically like a late night talk show format, uh, but it's like done at a theater once a month and it has the same format as a late night talk show, but you still have to physically get up and go to it. Uh, with a podcast, you can basically have a fireside chat with your audience. Uh, I, my fireside chats are pretty quick. They're 15 minutes because I know that's on average how long a commute is in most cities. That's why I get in and get out. But there's some shows out there that go for about an hour or an hour and a half. And they can get delved deep into something very, very literal about their business or idea. Like if I had a book and my podcast was about interviewing other authors so I can prop myself up as a leader in the book space and then I can fortify that with the advertisement for my own book. Or maybe it's a personality-based thing. I am a comedian, for example, and my next podcast, I'm not really saying it's true, but if I were to have a second one, it would be me sitting down with other comics talking about comedy, right? Almost like a Jerry Seinfeld thing. And that fortifies me as someone who practices the craft and understands what's good about what uh, that craft is. But I think that's the reason why everyone's saying get yourself a podcast. That's why if you do it well and your audience is good enough and people rock with your personality, that people would buy into it. Yeah, so what can you do about that sort of explosion of media? 
You know, if you're unlike me, and by that I mean, if you're not just doing these podcasts for fun, knowing full well that if you don't promote it, it's only going to grow as one person at a time. <laughs> Let's say you really want to use your podcast as a business tool to make your art or craft or service or create a project out into the forefront. There's a lot of things that go through your mind. I'm not even talking about the technical things about how to start a podcast because you guys listen to my ad, Anchor FM can help you out with that. But what I'm saying is the creative aspect. What's my show going to be about? Why would anyone care about what I have to say? And that's something I deal with a lot, not just with podcasts, but with everything I write, everything I perform is who's going to care, who's going to come see it. Um, and I got to say this, professional piece of advice, just do it. Because there is lots of ideas that we just sit on because we tell ourselves who is going to watch, who is going to participate, who is going to be a part of it, right? You have to put it out there and not worry of it, not worry of it being um, as polished as you would like and just get it out there. Now, you don't want to give something that's half-assed, as we would say, but if you're saying, man, I really had this idea of this thing being uh, on stage with, with 10,000 flamenco dancers, uh, but I can only afford a guy with uh, a ukulele and you can belly dance, then you may have to try it on a small scale and build upon that. Now, what does belly dancing ever do a podcast? As what I'm saying is, don't have to worry about being the next Joe Rogan. You don't have to worry about being a Pod Save America. It's not about how many ads can you stuff in there to, to raise your bottom line income, but really have a really solid concept. People want to come around and see what your personality is about and what you offer them. Right. So if you're bringing the personal side of things, let's say you're bringing on other creators of things and you're sitting there having a conversation. A lot of times people like to have that noise in the room. People like to have the feeling that their friends are around them. And on the side of things, what if you just have these unique opinions about news and current events? It's really about people buying into your personality. So if you tell yourself you're just going to riff on the news of the day, then in theory, your audience comes back, not because you're telling them about what happened with the president, because you know NBC can tell them that, but they're doing it for your spin. They're doing it for your personality. Ultimately, you're trying to build brand affinity. And what that means is people are willing to rock with your enterprise. And that doesn't mean your products and services, but just your overall vibe or reputation or personal brand, if you will. So you got to find something that's simple, that's repeatable, and something you enjoy doing. You don't want to be locked in a box and go, well, you know, pogs were big back in 95, so I guess my podcast has to be about pogs because you're going to get burnt out pretty quickly. And in my anecdotal experience, I think episode eight is a death knell. So many people start off podcasts and shows and without a format, just a couple guys just talking without any kind of, of, of structure. And by episode eight, they get burnt out, right? They go, okay, yeah, it's not as fun as I want. The one thing I did learn is that people have, at least people I've come across, enjoy some sort of format. It doesn't have to be as rigid as, and now we're doing this, and now we're doing this. And this segment is called the third thing. But when you put on a show and people are just having a conversation with no rhyme or reason or direction for an hour or two, it does seem kind of like, what's the point here? If you have a show, give yourself a little bit of an intro, put yourself over. If you have a guest, ask them direct questions that lead them down a path and wrap up the interview. Make sure people know there's an end point to this interview. And if you have something else to plug at the end, do all that. And I think that is a basic structure anyone can follow. And then not let people know that, hey, look, this guy or gal or they 
knows what they're doing. And I'm back here next week or next time to learn more about them, whatever their show is about. And if you want to monetize that via with ads or just to say, hey, check out my thing that I'm doing. Uh, I think once people understand your personality and where you stand, that is an easy transition. Hey, that's all the time we have for this edition of New Amsterdam Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you tell a friend about the show by logging on to newamsterdam.com and letting your friends know on social that you are a fan of the podcast and myself. My name is Flobo Boyce. You can follow me at Twitter, at Flobo Boyce, on Instagram, at Flobito. And my personal website is flobito.com. And I have merchandise, so buy a shirt, please, at flobito.threadless.com. That's it, Flobito. ThatThreadless.com. And until next time, this city is yours. Hey there, citizens. Flobo here. You know, besides being a DJ, MC, and all our nice guy, I am a stand-up comedian first and foremost. In fact, my album, American For Now, is available wherever you get your music. We're talking Apple Music, we're talking iTunes, we're talking Spotify. American For Now is just a crazy take about one person's first-generation experience being in this country when it comes to taking your mom out to Memphis or serving jury duty and much, much more. The album was called American For Now, and it's by me, Flobo Boys. Comedy unfiltered.